Thanks to this season's presenting sponsor, Driscoll's. Only the finest berries. Hello and welcome back to Mystery Recipe. I'm Molly Birnbaum, Editor-in-Chief of America's Test Kitchen Kids. Every week in this podcast, we'll be talking about the fun, fantastical, and fascinating sides of a different kitchen ingredient. At the end of the season, we'll use all of them to cook a mystery recipe together. This is episode three of Salt Week. Time to pepper in some salty science. Today, we'll be answering one of the pressing questions we received from our kid recipe testers. After that, it's time for something unexpected with our wild card segment. But first, our theme. Looks good. I bet it tastes good. Ooh. Ooh, that's salty. Mystery recipe. All right, we are back, and it's time for some science. Let's get started with our pressing question segment. Which is not a segment about buttons or pressing things. That is correct, Mitzi. Everyone, this is Mitzi. She's my assistant here at the recipe lab. And I am an oven mitt, and I am full of pressing questions, which are questions that really need an answer. So let's get going. Like, why do things float in the sink? Well, that that's a good question, Or Mitzi. how about who washes the dishwasher? These are great, Mitzi, and, and really. And if it's a refrigerator, where's the refrigerator? <laughs> These are really great, Mitzi, really. But we have to try and stick with a pressing question that's about our theme ingredient, which is salt. Oh, okay, okay. One of my many jobs as your assistant and right-hand oven mitt is to go through all the various mail. The mail mail, email, and voicemail, which I love doing. I went through all the pressing questions we get from kid recipe testers who write, call, and email with things they need to know. Did you find any that might work for this week? Oh, you betcha. Read them and weep. Or, uh, listen and, um, be grateful. We received this salty question from Ben. I know that salt tastes salty, but when I was at the bakery this week, I saw a cookie that had salt on top of it. They told me that the salt makes it taste sweeter. That can't be true, right? Wouldn't it taste saltier? Great one, Mitzi. And thanks for asking this, Ben. I love this question because I've also seen people put salt on top of sweet things and say it's amazing. But is it? So... You think this will make for a good experiment? Absolutely. This sounds like a job for science. Let's get our kid recipe testers, Jasper, Adele, and Catherine, back in the recipe lab to find out how this cookie crumbles. I can't wait! Also, cookies! I love baking, but if you're going to try this at home... Which you definitely should... Make sure you do so with a grown-up. Anything that uses an oven needs adult supervision and an oven mitt. Excellent point, Mitzi. Also, to help you try this experiment with us, you and your grown-up can find our simple sugar cookie recipe online. Just head to atkkids.com slash brown sugar cookies to cook along with us. That's atkkids.com slash brown sugar cookies. While you're there, you can also sign up for our newsletter. We'll send you great recipes, experiments, and more ways to engage with our show. All right, back to the segment. I'm going to meet our kid recipe testers in the recipe lab. Mitzi, you're in charge till I get back. See ya. Oh, no. No, 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 no. Not again. I... 
Oh, yikes. I never know what to say when it's just me. Just me and this microphone. <laughs> just me, this microphone, and our millions and billions of listeners at home. Uh, no pressure. <laughs> I, uh... Hey, did you ever hear... What about... <laughs> I got nothing. How about a word from our sponsors? Grown-ups, this ad is for you. Oh, oh man. Hey, grown-ups. If there's one thing we simply cannot have enough of in my house, it is snacks. That's why Kroger's ship service is so great. You can browse snacks and other stuff online and get it shipped right to your house. It's fast and easy, and your order will arrive in as little as one to three days. My daughter, Olive, was pretty impressed. What's in there? Can you pull it out? <gasps> what do you think all those are? Uh, gummies. Do you think this is maybe the largest box of gummies you've ever seen? Yeah. What else is in the box? Pretzels. Learn more at Kroger.com and get the yummiest snacks shipped directly to your doorstep. Okay, so, uh... We're back, I guess, with a mystery recipe, and Molly is still experimenting, and so I guess I am, I am still in charge here. Huh? Uh, what should we talk about? I would like cookies, but I don't have cookies. I have responsibility. So, uh, how about some more pressing questions? Um, <laughs> um, I came up with a bunch of these in preparation for today, but we didn't end up using any, so let's let's see here. Uh, what what beats a beat? Uh, uh nothing, I bet. <laughs> Sorry. Um, how about uh, what what should you do if your leak leaks? Uh, or uh, what what would you do if a milk carton goes missing? Uh. Mitzi. I'm back with some answers. Cookies! I mean, Molly! What timing, Molly? I was really running out of questions over here. I thought I was pretty quick. Well, yeah, that that was much faster than I expected, but still, I'm not so good with this microphone. I disagree with that, but I'm back. So let's talk about experiments. Our pressing question was, can salt make sweet things sweeter? As always, any good experiment starts off with a hypothesis. A hypothesis, for those of you who haven't done science with us before, is a fancy word for a guess. What you think the outcome of an experiment will be. Exactly, Mitzi. Very nice. I've been paying attention. Here's what our recipe testers thought. How about you, Catherine? What do you think the salt is going to do to the cooking? Um, I think it might balance out a little bit um, the sweet and the salty okay. of the cookie. What about you, Adele? What do you think the salt is going to do to these cookies? I think it'll add kind of like more dimension to it and maybe add a bit more crunchiness. Mm-hmm. So crunchiness of the salt itself yeah. on top. I like it. So, not everyone agreed at the start. No, but that's what makes for a good experiment. We were going to test this theory out on some delicious brown sugar cookies. So first we had to bake them. Oh, my favorite! All right, I've already preheated our oven. Jess, would you want to grab the two baking sheets there? Take about a tablespoon measure of this dough and roll them in your hands. So now we have to get these awesome cookies into the oven. Oh, it smells really good. Yeah. I can smell the brown sugar. Cookies. They're all a little bit like cracked. That sounded delicious. Oh, it was. 
That's also the part you really need a grown-up for. You can't take safety too seriously. Once the cookies were baked, we were able to set our control and our variable. Any idea what a control is, Mitzi? Uh, a control is something you use to change the channel on the television. That's not false, but also not what we're talking about today. A control is a part of the experiment that is unaffected by what we're testing, so that we have something to compare things to. Ah, so some cookies left alone, without salt. Exactly. If we only tasted the salty cookies, we wouldn't have anything to compare them to. So unsalted cookies are our control. Next, we prepared the variable. A variable is like a variety of tables. So you have lots of places to sit and talk about these cookies. Not quite. A variable is the part of the experiment that is different. It is often simply what you are testing. In this case, we sprinkled salt on one of the trays of cookies so we could taste them with salt. So salt was our variable. I'm going to sprinkle the salt over the cookies now. It spread pretty evenly. Gotcha. So the plain cookies were our control, and the salt was our variable. Right. Next, it was time to collect our data. A.K.A. eat some cookies. We have baked two identical trays of brown sugar cookies and sprinkled flaky sea salt on one of the trays. So now, to get our data so that we actually have some evidence to support our hypotheses, we're going to have each of you pick up one cookie from the salt tray and one cookie from the non-salt tray and take a bite of each one. The final step in any experiment is to analyze that data. So, what were the results? What about you, Kevin? Um, well, my original hypothesis was that the salt would, like, balance it out. And it definitely balances out, and you taste, like, the salt and the sweetness. But, um, it also just adds another, like, really good flavor to the cookie. So, which of these two cookies would you rather eat? Salt. 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 That's amazing! The salt, which is salty, actually makes sweet things taste sweeter! Wow! That's right. The salted sugar cookies tasted sweeter. And there's a scientific explanation for that. There always is. Molly, you're amazing. I love something that I really look up to. Like, as a person, you know what sucks? You have no definitions of words. I kind of just make them up, see how it goes. Oh man, these cookies are really good! Let's save some of those cookies for after the segment. But, okay, so, the science. If you look at recipes for sweets, like cookies, cakes, and even ice cream, they almost always include a small amount of salt. But when you eat those sweets, they don't taste salty, so why include the salt? One of salt's many superpowers is that it changes the way that other tastes taste. (laughs) Try saying that ten times fast. Other taste, taste, other taste, taste, other taste, taste, other taste, 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 tasty. Other taste, taste, other taste, taste, tasty. Adding just a little salt, not enough to make something taste salty, can actually make food taste sweeter. But why? Scientists only partially understand why this works. When you're eating, your taste buds send messages to your brain about the taste they detect in your mouth. So when I eat something sweet, 
my tongue, which is covered in taste buds, sends a message to my brain that says, Sweet. Exactly. One theory is that salt blocks your taste buds from tasting bitterness. So, if you taste less bitter, your brain believes that what you're tasting is more sweet. Yes, totally. We also noticed some other flavors in the salted cookies. They tasted nuttier, and some tasters detected a caramel flavor. Could salt also bring out other flavors in food? Scientists say yes, but they still don't totally understand why. Yet. Maybe one of the kid recipe testers listening at home will grow up to be the scientist who figures it out. That's a very nice thought, Mitzi. And then they can help me answer all my other pressing questions. Like why do things float in the sink? They should sink, shouldn't they? I mean, it's not called the float. Ugh, frustrating. That's all the time we have for pressing questions this week. Special thanks to our recipe testers, Jasper, Adele, and Catherine, for their help with this experiment. And for making these delicious cookies. They're really good. If you want our simple and delicious sugar cookie recipe, it'll be in the show notes. Or you can check out atkkids.com. And if you're in the Boston area and are interested in becoming a recipe tester, helping us test recipes and experiments for America's Test Kitchen Kids and Mystery Recipe, you can. Have your grown-ups sign you up at atkkids.com. All right, young chefs, we are almost out of time on Salt Week. But every week we like to end things with something unexpected. It's time for our wild card segment. Salty Sarah solves your problems. Salty Sarah solves your problems. You're welcome. Hello and welcome back, folks. It's time for Salty Sarah solves your problems. The call-in radio show where I solve your problems. And try not to be too salty while I do it. We have our first caller here. What's your problem, friend? Hi, Sarah. Do you think you can help me with a problem? Oh, yeah, that's the whole deal here. Get on with it already. Okay, sorry. Last week, I took out the garbage, and my mom gave me a bag of salt. That is salty. A few days ago, after it snowed, I shoveled the driveway, and it was the same thing with my dad. More salt. Extra salty. I love it. This week, I asked for a raise in my allowance, and they gave me another half bag of salt. What's going on? So much salt. Must be great to be you. All right, friend. Tough problem. But Salty Sarah's got an answer for you. Sounds to me like your parents are taking a page out of an ancient Roman book. In Roman times, soldiers working for the Empire were paid in salt instead of money. Salt? Did I stutter? How about letting me finish? I'll explain it. I'm the professional here after all. Calm down, Sarah. Don't get salty. Don't get salty. Back then, you see, it was a lot harder to mine salt. There were no refrigerators either, and people needed salt to preserve their food. So when they worked hard and did a good job, they were paid with salt. People even used to call it white gold. Here's an extra fact for you, because I'm so nice. Their monthly salt salary was called a salarium. In Latin, sal means salt. Salarium in Latin became salary in French and eventually salary in English. 
So you see, the word salary evolved from the word salt. Your parents are just paying your salary. Okay, thank you. Now, can you help me get actual money from my parents instead? Only one problem per customer, kid. Figure it out. Goodbye. All right, folks. Salty Sarah solves it again. That's it. We're done. Goodbye. Thank you, and you're welcome. Salty Sarah solves your problems. You're welcome. Ooh, that's salty. That's a wrap on this week's salty exploration of one of the most powerful ingredients in cooking. So far, we've covered onions and salt. Any guesses as to what the mystery recipe will be? Salt and onions doesn't narrow it down much, does it? You'll have to come back next week to get another piece of the puzzle. If you love Mystery Recipe, be sure to subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. That way, you won't miss an episode. Until then, keep on cooking. Mystery Recipe is hosted by me, Molly Burndum, and I'm a chef's hat. Chad Chennai is our writer and producer. He's an apron covered in flour. Our executive producer is Caitlin Kelleher. She's a trusty wooden spoon. Scoring, sound design, and mixing by Matt Boynton of Ultraviolet Audio, the cutting board. Jonathan Roberts composed our theme music. He's the timer on your microwave. Our post-production supervisor is Hen Margolis, a measuring cup. Our production manager is Diane Knox, who is also our grocery list. Jack Bishop is our chief creative officer at America's Test Kitchen. He's the oven. David Nussbaum is our CEO, our favorite cookbook. Special thanks to our senior science editor, Paul Adams, our deputy editor, Kristen Sargianis, and editorial assistant, Katie O'Hara. Fact-checking by Kaya Williams. This episode featured the voices of Kira O'Sullivan, Adelina Rodriguez, and Joey Lopez. Hen Margolis was a contributing writer on this episode. Thanks again to our sponsor, Purdue. Mystery Recipe is a production of America's Test Kitchen Kids. Hi, grown-ups. I wanted to tell you a little bit about our newsletter. If you love the fun food content we share on Mystery Recipe, then sign up today for our ATK Kids newsletter to receive even more recipes, activities, and stories from me straight to your inbox. As a mom of two, I always try to include things that are important to my family, and it's a great way to hear about all the new things we are cooking up at ATK. Plus, every new email added will be entered for a chance to win three free ATK Kids books for toddlers through teens. We'll draw 10 winners every month while the promotion lasts. And we have some great books available all the time. Head to atkkids.com newsletter to sign up today for your chance to win.